0: Life is about telling a story, and uh, tech now allows the clubs, the fans, the brands to tell a story even better than they could before, and the experience of being present somewhere, shaking the hand and yep. taking a picture on the pitch, although you are based in somewhere around Europe, Yeah. And the ability to bring people together, although you're on your own experiencing something, somebody to something together. Technology has the ability to do that. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders.
1: Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. 20 Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make A Wish Israel and Tech to Peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Cord Ventures, J Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo. And in media partnership with C-Tech. Hello and welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. This episode is all about innovation in sports. Meet Amir Ravin, the founder of Hype Sports Innovation the global sports tech arena with equity portfolio of over 250 sports tech and web 3.0 startups. Hype provides tech solutions to top 100 sports brands like Bundesliga, PSG, NBA, NFL, team, and more. Amir was the founder of MG Equity Investments House in 2003. He's the author of Acquired Charisma and an avid soccer player. He's also the founder and CEO of Media Call Ltd in London, which was sold in 2003. Amir is married and has four sons. Hype is such an interesting organization. It it looks like you're dealing uh, right at this intersection of of sports, consumers, entertainment, and technology, and how all of this comes together, but not just yourself, but with a very large community of people, either from the sports side, the tech side, or the investment side. So I'm, I'm looking forward to sort of unwrapping with you, what is hype and how how is this part of your own journey as founder and CEO? Uh, so Amir, maybe tell me a little bit about you know, yourself, how you got introduced into this whole sports world and and w- what is sort of this vision for
0: hype? Uh, you know, I very much believe, uh, you know, uh, in, in uh, uh, part of the way of uh, sharing the story of hype and sharing any kind of vision through stories. And, uh, I recently, like that. Yeah, recently I, I remembered uh, when I was five years old, uh, my grandpa in Jerusalem, which was uh, a Beitar, Beitar Jerusalem uh, uh, diehard fan, took me when I was five to see the river, Uh, The rivalry team Apoel Moshalaim, because that was the only game that was that weekend, and I was so persistent to see something, uh, as I liked football, and my father couldn't care less uh, on on to uh, to sports. And I remember him taking me to the game, and come me coming to the the pitch as you know through the stairs, seeing the grass, and really feeling it in my guts, this feeling. And I have it with me. Uh, he then told me that I brought a pair of shoes in case one of the players will be wounded and I, I will need to jump into the game and play. I was five. The game was a Port Jerusalem versus a Port Haifa. It was nearly, he said, the most boring game in the world. But for me, it was an unforgettable experience. Now, 40 years later, I'm taking my son to... Germany to the Bundesliga to see FC Köln versus Bayern Munich in Cologne. And my son is in my hand. We had an accelerator for Sportstech there. And i looking around and I'm saying, bloody hell, uh, not much has changed since I was a kid. And You have a big screen, but not a lot more has changed if you think about it. Sure. So, Later on, together uh, uh, with the German partner uh, Bernd Waller, uh, which used to be the CMO of Adidas Global Adidas, uh, uh, we developed high sports innovation to uh, the next stage. And then we have nine nine we had nine accelerators of sports tech around the world, including one in uh, NYU, uh, Australia with the uh, Queensland University in London, many many others and. So Amir, uh, I just want to revisit
1: that that point. You're mentioning that you're, you're seeing the stifling perhaps uh, or stifled innovation in, in such a meaningful part. And, and, and you're saying it doesn't align. You know, the world is shifting. We have technology. We have things happening. Why is my experience as a consumer or for my kid now the same as it was for me when I was, you know, his age 40 years ago? But still at that moment, how, you know, sort of what is the thesis that you build around the potential for innovation and technology to be integrated into sports. What What is sort of your, your role in that?
0: You know, in that stage, uh, I saw that there is a gap, there is an opportunity, you know, that there is a lot of stop around, uh, sports around me, and I couldn't, ex- uh, sorry, a lot of innovation around me, and I couldn't really explain why there is not enough innovation in sports yet. Later on, I started, really analyzing it and understand why the big teams were, I would say, fat and happy and uh, not needing to innovate. Now, of course, with the new generation, Z generation and the streaming and the esports around them, they have to uh, 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 innovate in order to get hold of the the next generation. But back then, we're talking five, six years ago, uh, it was only it in its early stages. And as a, I would say, as an entrepreneur in the wrong side of the fifties, I thought maybe it's about time I do something I really, really love, which is, my passions always always were sports and innovation. You know, as an entrepreneur, yeah. I sold my business in 2003. I lived in London for 10 years, sold it, and then started investing in, in a small investment house called MG Equity Partners. It wasn't really there. I was looking, you know, to come back to my entrepreneurial role, to create something, to make an impact, to drive something forward. And with Hype, and that's what we're doing, and you rightly said in the beginning, what is actually Hype is doing? Because it looks a little bit, I would say, all over the place. What we found is that in order to help entrepreneurs and startups and invest in them later on, we need to have also the other side. We need to have the brands as partners. So we started working and supporting the brands, the clubs, the federations, like the Golden State Warriors, like the uh, Paris Saint-Germain, like uh, uh, FIBA, uh, Swiss Timing, uh, Wilson Sports, and many, many others, where globally we can work with them, enable them to use the best innovations uh, and on the other hand, once we have them as customers, we can bring them the best technologies and the best startups.
1: Got it. And so, as you're positioning sort of building through this accelerator investment platform, the brands, what is the messaging? What, what is the, the, the platform that, that brings everybody together that, that allows for this innovation to actually take place?
0: I think that what you know, the vision that we had, and I think, I think it's still very much, uh, uh, um, w- you know, very, very strong still, is to impact people's lives through the power of sports and innovation. And if you think about it, if you're an entrepreneur, lives in uh, San Diego or in uh, uh, Torino or in Beersheba, the biggest, I will say, hurdle or the biggest jump for you to really break through will be to get a pilot or commercial deal with a top deal club. Mm-hmm. Then it will be much easier to get the investors, and it all will unfold properly uh, in place. So that's what we do, basically. And what we felt is that as a platform that is global. Uh, originally with all the nine accelerators globally but then with the with the pandemic and we started the gva global virtual accelerator we shut down all the physical accelerators in a day and we created this global platform which to be honest is much more effective of course i see my kids more which is better and and you know much better from my wife's perspective as well but in in as a whole We've learned to work as a global community with mentors. We have about 100 mentors from all over the world. We have investors, we have uh, brands, and of course, startups. We see about 1,500 startups a year. So that's created a platform which really brings value to the different stakeholders and continue to grow. And we believe that through this platform, because sports is so powerful, uh, you can really impact. If you have this global and every side of the, the, the platform can in, that can, can engage and can give value to the other. Can you give me some examples of
1: where innovation really is taking place in the sports world, just for people who yeah. not, may not necessarily be experiencing it in the day-to-day, yeah. what, what are some things that you're excited about
0: as yeah. innovation is unfolding in sports? So when I'm speaking to people, like uh, if I'm meeting somebody which is not into uh, specifically sports or sports tech, and he, he hears sports, he thinks, ah, so you do this Garmin uh, innovation uh, on the hand stuff that people can, so sports is more than that, yeah? Uh, to give you an idea, uh, we're doing this weekend, we have a game between Roma and uh, Tottenham Hotspur, you know, two of the biggest European, uh, you know, I would say top ten European clubs coming to Israel to Haifa to Sami where we create the iTech Cup, which is basically it's a competition, it's a cup around innovation, where since we are not part of this is we have we don't have the restrictions of the leagues and UEFA, we can put any innovation we want, and if you're asking. Which are the innovations that will, will be the stars of the show? So, for example, you will be able to see the ball from the angle of the player. Imagine, mm. you know, we have Harry Kane from England coming. If he's shooting a penalty, you can see the game, the, the penalty from his angle. You can see it from the goalkeeper. We have a camera on the referee mm. here. We have uh, NFT. A, a metaverse engagement to the fans globally, so they can engage, they can talk to each other. They have additional content which they wouldn't have through the regular broad- broadcasting, which is in parallel.
1: So, what are ways in which NFT and the metaverse are going to impact engagement of fans? If if I'm a fan of a sports team, how is how is this new virtual engagement going to increase my presence?
0: Or my engagement with this team
1: or player that I love.
0: Yeah, I would say that uh, it's yet to be clear uh, all the I would say the the full impact. Like any kind of new technology and the Web three or the Web two point five, how this will impact sports and how this will impact the you know not only sports, uh, all the other things. But since blockchain is a very real. Uh, I would say, technology, which brings a lot of unique values. I think this is the basic that will will be the fuel uh, for for all the Web3 to continue to grow and to this, a layer of a monetization, new monetization platform that was not there before to the clubs, the brand, the, the federations. If you look at the NBA top shots, yeah, which is trading and, you know, Hundreds of million uh, uh, dollars, and uh, you know, and you look at the the number of investment now being done in NFT. NFT from twenty twenty to twenty twenty one jumped in two hundred and ten times the Mm. the overall revenue of transactions. So it's crazy numbers. Again, the not all of them are have real substance behind it. But when you have a combination of a real technologies blockchain and a real monetization, new monetization tool, which need to be refined, and there will be some corrections. And, you know, maybe most of the NFTs now are not going to be here for, 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 for a long time. But still, the, this, as a fan, coming back to your question, as a fan, if you hold a, uh, a, a ticket... To the final in Wembley, if you're I don't know, an English uh, fan uh, of some of the teams and you have it as an NFT and this NFT also gives you credit uh, or access to a shop later on when you can get something or you can get access to another game uh, with a discount Uh, or you can have this as a memorabilia that's something that probably people will use Uh, you know, uh, we are doing like uh, now a a scarves where have some kind of NFC chip into them so you can really get into a game. It allows you just to walk in. It allows you access to additional content which uh, nobody else has if you have mm-hmm. this stuff. So there is now the metaverse, of course, you can engage and meet friends and play games and, and watch the game there in the metaverse. Yeah. Uh, so we and, and you know, the, the young generation as being used to Living in the games and you know metaverse to some extent you know, is another w- form of game. You can just see that there is a potential here to to create something big and hype. You know, we would like to continue help driving th- drive this industry forward, help be a fo- force for good. So to look at regulation, to look at what we can do to make this, you know, to help to structure things. In a better manner, and uh, alongside that, continue to build our business. We are a for-profit organization. Sure. We have a portfolio now of about a hundred, sorry, two hundred and fifty startups. We have equity in, mm. and so to continue to build our uh, equity and um, and have some fun on the way, if possible.
1: So, so that's equity. It's primarily from the accelerator that, that you bring in those startups and you work with them and you and you create that platform for them, right?
0: Yes. And it started actually when I was an entrepreneur, about twenty-seven years old. How old are you, my Michal? Twenty-seven. Okay, your age. I remember after starting my own company in London, after I did the. I had four pilots with with a fourth brand, which was the Bank of Scotland. I got a no after a pilot of three months. And I remember I I, 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 I felt it's the end of the world and I had nobody to talk to. It was 97. Wow. There was very little internet, if at all. I don't think Ynet was around by then. Uh, to speak to somebody you need to call into it, it cost a, a fortune i had very few people in london i knew and i was really on my own i remember walking on London bridge and walking and, and looking down literally and uh, today and, and one of the you know one of the reasons we created this startup and founders platform is to enable them not to be on the own. Wow. To enable them to have found to have other founders they can talk to to have mentors in different topics. You know, mentor can save you. Thousands. You know, we didn't have a YouTube there where we can just log in. How do I penetrate the UK? How do I close a deal? How? And you see everything. So this was behind. I would say some of some of it I, I could see only in hindsight. But when I look back, I think the feeling of being on your own is something that I would say had a very strong impact. No,
1: and I can see you're, you're, you're taking your own experience and this is a, a meaningful part of, of why you're creating this community, right? It's not just an investment arm. It's not just a, you know, a, 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 you know, a mitigator between parties. You're, you're, you really do value working with the founders and creating some, some community for them to, to get assistance from and, and help from, right? Absolutely. So if you're looking at you know, the future of, of sports and innovation and, and tech, what, what are some, some things that you know, you're particularly excited about as an entrepreneur yourself? So you're seeing all these amazing companies. You're, you were talking about the, you know, the different point of views of the metaverse, etc. Are, are there other things that are non-trivial that maybe we can get excited for and how sports are going to be intertwined with our lives maybe in a few years down the line?
0: I think that uh, you know, looking at your question, I think uh, it's it's difficult to predict how things will shape up, especially with the young generation, my kids, which you know their you know their uh, uh, way they see uh, and live their, uh, I would say, through gaming and through the different new platforms they have. Um, I do know that sports has a very special power to connect people and have a very special special power to do good. Um I wanna see sports more involved in that. I know that for example if you think about the potential of metaverse it remains to be seen how the I would say regulations will work, safety, etc. But in terms of equal opportunities, allowing people from everywhere in the world to participate in an experience and to be part of this. Uh, not everybody can fly and see the Champions League final. Right. Uh, allowing people to co- to experience, allowing people to communicate, allowing, you know, reducing our mission by you know, less people flying. There are a lot of good things that can happen and as you know, coming back to the beginning of the session, life is about telling a story. Sure. Uh, and uh, tech now allows the clubs, the fans, the, uh, uh, the, the brands to tell a story even better than they could before. And the experience of being present somewhere, shaking the hand, and yep. taking a picture on the pitch, although you are based in somewhere around Europe, yeah, and the ability to bring people together, although you're on your own with an empty uh, fridge uh, and not nobody is home, but experiencing something, somebody to something together. Technology has the ability to do that. Whether we will be able to every all of us will be able to use that. To do better, to do good, to put people together, this is for us to to prove. This is for us to uh, to execute.
1: Thank you, Amelia, This was wonderful. Uh, really appreciate your your time and uh, and uh, the stories. And I can see how this all ties back to your own experiences as an entrepreneur And I, So I, I love it, and I look forward to continue seeing the the awesome work that you're doing with Hype. And uh, personally, get excited about how I will be integrating into the sports world myself, uh, and not just as a as a player but as a consumer so thank, thank you me. very very much
0: pleasure to be here michael and i i see the um, the work you're doing around spreading goodness around the world so good luck with that and well done thank you very very much